0: Hey guys, it's Brad. So, I'm going on a small quest, and I won't be able to record for today. But I look forward to telling you about my adventures when I get back. Keep listening and look out for my return. Thanks. is funky especially in the 21st century we don't know what the fuck we're doing and, and for the most part it seems like the, uh, the the normal rhetoric is just dick pics and sexting at this point yeah And then, like um, I, I can't remember offhand the last time I like walked up to a stranger I had never met before and said hey you're cute do you want to go out sometime instead of like matching up with somebody on some app yeah and then talking for a while and then asking them out or meeting them in person and then asking them out it always seems like there's this um total lack of oh, uh, i don't know what's the word that i'm looking for like it, it, real life connection yeah, everything seems sure. like there's a level of fakeness to everything and I I, uh, part of me really wonders like has that always been there and it was just in different formats and like as children and young adults we just failed to notice it or is this a new kind of fake?
1: I mean I think with technology it's I, I mean obviously like blind dates and like you know, old school, your mom sets you up with all of her friends, kids and stuff like that. Like, oh my God.
0: Yeah. The, I forget that that was a thing that like in the 50s and 60s, it was not uncommon for people to be arranged in a sense. Exactly. It wasn't in an official capacity like they do in other countries, say in the
1: East. Especially when you like get into like uh, you know tight knit cultures like the Jewish culture and stuff like that. Like I mean, even hey, the Irish my
0: people. You don't have. Don't, you're about to talk about the Irish too. Like that's. I'm an Irish Jew at this point. I don't know if you've fully like comprehended. I oh, know. I totally love that. That's a fantastic tattoo that you have. Uh, Rhodes has a clover uh, on her elbow. For those yeah. of you who. Um, otherwise would not see this. <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't know. Y- you're, what, do you, what were you going to say about my people? You were coming at me with some tribal stuff for a second.
1: <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just, I'm rewatching Mad Men right now. And it's just really funny because, it, you know, it's set in the 60s, you know, early 60s, late 50s. And there is uh, a Jewish character. And, you know, essentially they're talking about how, my parents won't like you because you're not Jewish. You know what I mean? And that's like a little stereotypical you know, when you talk about uh, the Jewish culture, but there's ways
0: around that. Now you just lie. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, like uh, it's the same thing with like, you know, if you're Muslim or Christian, like if you're dating somebody outside of your religion, it's very, it's still to this day, pretty faux pas. So, you know, I know people that are, have been, you know, set up with people, when they're really young, just inside their church, you know what I mean? And like, the parents try to get these kids to date because they're the same religion, they'll raise their kids, you know, good Catholic, good Christian, good Muslim, good Jew, you know.
0: <laughs> you, you're a bad Jew this week, Timmy. <laughs> That's The first thing that popped into my head is totally terrible. I'm a terrible human being for saying the things that I say out loud, but you know what? I'm an equal opportunity hater, or um, uh, I pull no punches for no. There are no specialties.
1: <laughs> um,
0: I don't know. I my mom the other day. This I thought this was hysterical personally. Um, she thought that the appropriate emojis for what she was talking about were the banana and the donut. And I was like, no, it's eggplant and peach. And she's like, why would it be a peach? There's a core. Like that's going (laughs) to hurt. I was like, so you think a donut is more appropriate? (laughs) Oh my God. Oh no. Yeah. These are the kind of conversations I have with my mother.
1: Hey, man, your mom's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah,
0: She's going to be 50 this year, so she gets mad props from me. And she's still a pretty, uh, I don't know, a pretty enthusiastic feminist. I really i have always enjoyed that quality in her. Um, I've definitely, I haven't always treated women with the respect that they deserve.
1: But oh hell yeah!
0: She definitely taught me how to do that, even if I didn't always heed her instructions or advice. It's not on my mom for how I treated women in the past. That's what I'm trying to say. Definitely on on the
1: condor. Um, definitely Just being a fucking bird.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you you peck your eyes out every once in a while. You got to do the things. Was it? Crows will eat eyeballs, won't they?
1: I'm pretty sure. Buzzards, too. I mean, I think anything that's really hungry will eat whatever. Isn't a condor
0: a buzzard?
1: I'm not certain. You should know you are the condor.
0: (laughs) The one and only, too. Like, that's the part that's disappointing. I should know more about my familial heritage.
1: Um, I'm kind of ashamed of you right now.
0: We're not attractive birds. I know that. They're like the California condor, not an attractive animal. There are much more attractive animals they should have picked. But instead, they settled on a bald bird with a wingspan of 70 feet. (laughs) I don't entirely understand why. It doesn't make
1: much sense. I mean, that's quite a unique bird right there.
0: So back to millennials. Like, uh, a part of me wishes that we had the sort of cultural revolution that happened like 50 years ago, right? It's it's 50-year anniversary of uh, – maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Yeah, no, I think it was – I think it was 2009 was the 50-year anniversary of Woodstock, wasn't it? 69? No, it's this year. This year, yeah. 50 years ago, this year was Woodstock. Yep which was to me the quintessential uh, catalyst for the counterculture, right? There was some things happening in pockets around the country, but for the most part, like Woodstock for the rest of us in the Midwest and um, I don't know the, uh, what, what do you call Kentucky? I wouldn't call it the South. It sucks, but I wouldn't call it the South.
1: The Northern South?
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay. No,
1: I'm not saying. For the rest
0: of the people hovering around the Mason-Dixon line, it was the beginning of the counterculture. Yeah. Woodstock was. I want a counter, like a Woodstock for our generation. And I thought that Occupy Wall Street would be something like that.
1: I mean, Occupy Wall Street, I really... I really don't think that it was, I really don't think that we we monopolized on it as quite as well as we should have. Like, as, which I
0: think is a bit of a, a euphemism for the entire millennial culture. We I mean, completely under – We uh, what's the uh, um, we didn't take advantage of any of the things that were available to us.
1: I mean... Some uh... of us
0: did, and they've accomplished a lot. But, like, I spent 10 years doing nothing. I volunteered for a presidential campaign. I worked a couple of odd jobs, but for the most part, I spent 10 years delivering pizzas for seven different companies
1: wow man no i i totally get that i spent five years in college and after that like i really didn't know what to do like i i I feel like because of where we were placed at we are not we grew up with computers but we didn't grow up with like learning how to program we yeah we should have been
0: learning coding in elementary school
1: but here's the thing is like computers were you know something that everyone had in their house when we were growing up we literally were born in the last year of the 80s 89 we grew up in the 90s you know obviously we saw the rise of the internet and yes we got to grow up with it but we also weren't you know you know our parents weren't really diving into the internet and like they weren't encouraging us to learn you know all the different stuff about technology like you know, parents do nowadays. Like I you know, when I buy presents for my niece and nephews, I look at you know what the educational value is, what they can learn off of it, if they can mm-hmm. learn some sort yeah, of I have th- a
0: child, so I have to do the same thing as a parent. <laughs> like, okay, this is a leap pad. Yep. At what age is she going to take advantage of this and what is it gonna be able to provide for her? Is this more of a toy, or is this an educational supplement?
1: And, like, we grew up in an era, like, we were doing well. Like, we, after 92, after Clinton was elected, the 90s were very prosperous for the United States.
0: Do you remember a lot about that when you were three years old? <laughs>
1: I, you know, strangely enough, I do I do remember uh, portions of clinton's first term i do remember all of his second term i do remember his impeachment proceedings um
0: well you were paying attention because i was not i wasn't paying attention to any of that shit not at fucking like seven years old
1: here's the thing is i'm the youngest my sister is 16 years older than me so i literally grew up around adults so i always wanted to be like you know Adult. I don't know if you could tell that, you know, when we were kids.
0: No, definitely. Cause a part of me wonders how the fuck we ever became friends because i never wanted to be an adult. That wasn't the mentality that I had. It was like, how long can I squeeze the juice out of childhood?
1: You know, we have, we have had an interesting friendship. Like it's, it's definitely, um, I would say, you know, a good portion of time and place is where, you know, when we met, but out of like some people that I hung out with, like all through elementary and school and stuff like you, we've actually like stayed connected. Even if it's, you know, been years between us talking, we actually, you know. Oh,
0: stayed- yeah. I tried to go out of my way to see what was going on with you. And although I'm I've turned into a bit of a flaky dick, I've tried to fight it. Uh, it's the worst part of being an adult is like having to, to remind yourself to reach out to those you care about. I think yeah. that part sucks.
1: I mean, life just kind of, it, it just get, catches up on you. Like, you have a kid. Uh, I'm married. I have, I'm trying to do an entrepreneurial thing at this moment in time. So, life kind of, you know, makes yeah, it. Yeah, no. know. But I think that we are actually really lucky, though, because when we were growing up, um, we had to talk on the phone. You know what I mean? It wasn't texting or anything. If we wanted to get a hold of each other, we had to, like, I rode my bike to your house in town several times um, over the summer. I remember, especially when we were right around 13, 14.
0: Why would um, you do that? You lived so far away, and that was so far when we were that young. Like, what? I- why would you wanna hang out with me that badly?
1: <laughs> right? I think the same thing sometimes. I'm like, what the fuck was wrong with me, man? I want to hang out with like, this fucking bird so badly that I rode my bike miles into town. Well I- the
0: funny part is is the only reason that I would ever ride a bike miles into anywhere is to get laid. And we weren't like, that never happened. <laughs> so- <laughs>
1: Never, never. Not once.
0: We were, you're talking about something when we were like 11, 12, 13 years old, too, so that would have been weird anyways. <laughs> I do okay. not contone underage sex. That's not no. okay in any regard. Whether it's two nine-year-olds going at it or whatever, I'm not okay Ew. with it. It seems Ew. weird to me.
1: Ew. Anyway, moving on. Um, right, you know
0: that that's a thing, though. They're, they're like weird places of the world.
1: Dude, I know a lot. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot. <laughs> I, I know a lot worse things. I, I majored in religion and philosophy in college, and I had to take a class on rites of passage. Um, and that's I've always how-
0: really loved that phrase, but I know that it can be a very dangerous term as far as the sort of trauma that it can uh, instill upon an individual depending upon their sort of... Um, cultural development and the guidelines of their society
1: i mean there's there's horrific things that people do to themselves and to other people just uh for the sake of their culture their religion i mean again i'm not gonna go you know obviously clitoral mutilation is a big one that is very still prevalent in the world i right, like
0: that's the that's the one sort of rite of passage that you're referencing that gets the most media attention Correct. but there are others that are almost just as bad I'm not gonna say just as bad because that's got to be one of the most horrific things for me to imagine oh, yeah. um but like there's
1: there A sub are- in- incision uh is just cur- incredibly horrific for um for men I mean I've I've read, obviously, I had to read articles about these things. Sub-incision is essentially the splitting of the penis down to their urethra. Um, so cutting the underside of the penis down into the urethra. Um, yeah.
0: I endured this. Sub-incision? Oh, no. Nope. Yeah.
1: Nope. That circumcision, right? Yeah,
0: that's what I thought you were saying, and I was like, "They did that to me? That's not okay." <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. I uh, so circumcision. I also disagree with. Um, my wife and I are on the same boat. If we do have a son at some point um, in the future,
0: that seems uh, like unnecessary trauma to both of you.
1: I, 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 I don't think that like neither one of us has a penis, and I don't think that it's my right to say what I'm gonna, you know, do with another person. Hey, that-
0: the abil- that, that ability could change. Like, you might have the option to buy into a penis later on in life. So,
1: I mean, there's always, I mean, I got one in my drawer. I, got, I actually got a couple in my drawer, but um. <laughs> I don't
0: have any uh, replacement peni for myself. Okay. So maybe I'll hit you up on one of yours if something happens to my stuff it, it, later on in life. Like well, I, I have a mutilation or I get into a horrific farming accident or something.
1: So we that you never go near farming equipment ever. Just I mean, not just for your penis sake, but like just for your <laughs> life's sake, let's just not go near farming. For the
0: sake of the agricultural development of this country, let's uh, all pray that Condor never becomes a farmer. Never. <laughs> I don't ever want to, I want to grow vegetables, like I genuinely do, I, I see those bullshit videos on YouTube where people are building gardens in their backyard, and I'm like, that seems nice, but in my head I'm like, I don't have the fucking ambition for that, and like my zucchinis are going to come out undersized just like they naturally did anyways, like what, I, I have an undersized zucchini, it's okay. I'm embarrassed, but I like what are you gonna do? Like, I guess you'll get into a farming accident and have a replacement put on. That's what you'll do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh no. I didn't think your zucchini was undersized, but then again, I never saw it, so I can't. I really. Don't. I,
0: I've I've heard that it's an appropriate size zucchini, but I like,
1: ha, I've heard from others that it is an appropriate size zucchini as well. But
0: according to my mom, it's a banana, anyways. So like whatever.
1: Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Not an eggplant.
0: Find my sacred donut. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, are you familiar with uh, the television, sh- the Canadian television show Letterkenny?
0: No, but everybody keeps telling me about it. Yeah. They're telling me that if I ever saw, like, uh, TPB, I would really like Letterkenny. And um, yeah, I've been told that I desperately need to check it out, but I think it's only available on Hulu, and frankly, the Condor doesn't make a lot of money right now, so... My accessibility to outside entertainment is limited to what I can download illegally.
1: Ah, yes. No, I, I, am, I am fortunate enough to have a Hulu account and have binge watched the enti- all the seasons twice now. But anyway, every time you say donut, it, it always makes me think of this like episode on Letterkenny where they're talking about anal sex. And they're talking about like <laughs> anal sex as in compared to vaginal sex. So, I'm um, curious
0: as to how the fuck You're watching a show that talks about this shit
1: <laughs> Why wouldn't I? I mean, shit It's 2019 Anal sex is a thing um, Alright, yeah,
0: I guess You know
1: what I mean? Like, whatever um, And we gotta find new ways to entertain ourselves Jesus Christ, we have porn on demand You gotta figure out something To find pleasurable Anyway so they're talking about like this difference between anal sex and vaginal sex, and uh, they're essentially talking about how the muscle or in the butt hole <laughs> um, is uh, essentially where all of the uh, um, sensation during sex comes from, as compared to a vagina where you uh, kind of get a full round sensation. <coughs> And so they use uh, different um, items to demonstrate, uh, food items to demonstrate this. And one of the things is a donut because it's just like a a circle and there's nothing after it. So every time you talk about a donut, I always think of letter county and anal sex.
0: Buttholes. Buttholes. Yeah. So my mom thinks that it's bananas and buttholes. Bananas
1: and buttholes. You should tell her that.
0: Yeah. I uh I just may have to find that episode and make her watch it without her consent or knowledge.
1: I mean, it's just one scene over and over. I mean, like it's 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 one scene where they say the same thing over and over again, just using different type of food. So you should uh, just find that scene. It's where uh,
0: anal sex is still illegal according to bird law. I will bring that up. Um, we have not had butthole reform yet but we're waiting on it. Um, the Elder Council will be debating on it this month, and um, we'll have more to say about it later.
1: <laughs> on a future episode, yeah. we shall discuss uh, the updates of bird law and anal sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: birds are rejoicing that the conversation is finally happening. Um, they've wanted to fuck anally for some time now, but it have been un... un- uh, they're, they haven't had the, the, the licensing. <laughs> the proper license. <laughs> yeah. You got to get your butthole sex license. <laughs> you know, frankly, there are more establishments that should have those. This has been another episode of Talking Chaos with Condor and Rhodes, who's filling in for Warlock Fred this week. If you guys enjoyed this, me. stay tuned. Um, next week... Um, Mondays and Wednesdays episodes air. Uh, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash talking chaos. You can find us on most social media outlets, uh, Facebook. Um, if you want to shoot us an email, email us at talkingchaospodcast at gmail.com. Thank you again, everybody. Have a great day.